For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Who's the Bucs quarterback if it's not Tom Brady? Which, it's not Tom Brady. Tom's retired. I don't understand why there's no talk about that. So Ryan in New York, he says, right now, the Buccaneers quarterback depth chart is Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. I suspect they'll be shopping for a quarterback in free agency because if they don't, yikes. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yeah, it's hour two of your favorite sports talk show, daytime sports talk show. However you're consuming the program, we're live on Game Plus, iHeartRadio and WQEE, the key. What's popping down there in Noonan, Georgia, Metro Atlanta? Ryan, um, you said the moose is in and he's good to go. Can we bring him in? Bingo! I wonder why we are, yeah, I wonder why we're in this time in society where people are so big into time wasting. And probably 8, 10, maybe 12 years ago, I really gave up on the time wasting. I think it's when I left my 30s. But I, the reason I talk about wasting the time, Darren, is the people on Twitter. I saw this today. It was fun for about 10 seconds. Somebody tweeted, two cities, you're two Top picks for cities for NHL expansion teams and go. And I'm like, oh, I could, the first two in my head, Atlanta, Houston, boom, done. Why would I spend any more than 60 seconds on this? But uh, do you know if you spend less time on social media and goofing off, you can get a lot of positive things done with your life. <laughs> I just, I'd rather do that. You know, I'd rather be productive with my time than sit around and talk about stuff that's never going to come to fruition. Uh, yeah, Atlanta. And Houston, what do you think, Ryan O'Radio? Should we give the Peach State another chance, third time, or not? What are yours, Moose? Houston and Kansas City would be my two. How about that? I think why not Atlanta? Yeah, what, I think Atlanta, what Atlanta would be great. Atlanta? What do you have against Atlanta? <laughs> It'd be very intriguing to go to Atlanta. Very intriguing, but I would put. I like just the idea of new markets. Um, that's why I put Houston and Kansas City in front of Atlanta and Quebec City, um, although both of those, all four, would be good options. Well, it's good to stretch your brain ways of thinking. Uh, Swerve in Calgary says Houston and Quebec City. I've got a guy, a really good friend of mine, everybody knows him, NHL record holder who has told me why they'll never go to Quebec City. Biggest reason being taxes, uh I'm laughing because Serena and I got in what, what could have been a real heated argument, but we agreed to just <laughs> escalate things, and it's not that important. Uh, it was yeah. about this NHL program. How did I get so off track? But I think people are going to enjoy this. The NHL is announcing a road hockey program all over America. She thinks it's a dumb idea. And when she comes on tomorrow, she can tell you why. But I kind of get a little annoyed because in a way, I'm a lot like my dad, way, way, way too far ahead of my time to the point that people think that I'm crazy. 
So what could possibly be wrong with having kids across America play road hockey? Like what, what, and I'm not going to speak for her, but it escalated fast. <laughs> and we're just, why are we arguing? Um, but when I was in Arizona, you know, hanging around the Coyotes, meeting with them, you know, I, I pitched the idea of a road hockey program in the Valley, the Arizona Valley. And I said, you have the Coyotes sponsor it and da 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 And one of the top executives said, that's a dumb idea. Why? Dumb. And I said, well, <laughs> if you think it's dumb, why even pursue it? And now, eight years later, the NHL is doing it. It's like I begged the Rough Riders for years to put coaches and personnel on in the offseason to keep the team's profile up on my radio show. No, 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 you're bothering us, Rod. No, no, it's the offseason. No, no, now they're doing it. You know what I mean? So. Pretty simple. Like, how many outdoor rinks are there in Phoenix and Vegas and Tampa Bay and Florida and Dallas and Houston if you want to go there and, you know, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim. Like, you need to get opportunities for kids to be part of the game, playing the game. It makes sense. But anyways, what do we know? Yeah, well, again, uh, John. Yeah, exactly. John. Um. He says, I can't wait to hear her thoughts on road hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it was a discussion. I just, I don't see how that could possibly be a bad thing. Um, Jen at the Four Seasons says, if Atlanta gets another team, they will make Arizona look great when Atlanta folds again for the third time. Oh, Jennifer, she's a firecracker. Ted in Red Deer says, Atlanta would be a great choice. Now that there are more Southern teams, Houston out West for us, for sure, move the Coyotes. I think he's saying the Coyotes will move to Houston. Um, if, if the choice is Atlanta or Quebec City or Atlanta or Saskatoon, I'm going to take Atlanta every time. Population, blah, blah. and I guess that's the other thing is, you know, she's pro-Canada when it comes to the NHL. And the thing is, Look up with the CFL struggles. If the NHL focused on Canada, we're, we're pretty, pretty tapped out in Canada yeah. financially. And that's what you want to know why Connor McDavid's making $12 million a year and these guys. It's because of U.S. expansion. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. And that reminds me. Holy smokes. It took me six minutes to come back around on this circle. The three goalies. From I know you don't, I don't believe read the NHL media site like I do, but there was a great story here, but once a week they talk about some player who took a very circuitous, odd path to the NHL. And Thatcher Demko was this week's. And we all know him, starting goalie for the Vancouver Canucks, right? And it's only in a paragraph. It says Thatcher Demko took an unusual route to the NHL, which involved moving away from home multiple times during his youth. Demko, one of three. California-born goalies to play in the NHL, grew up in San Diego, moved to live with a billet family near L.A. at a young age to join the Kings minor hockey program, then was recruited by the Omaha Lancers of the USHL in Nebraska. His mom did not want to let her son move away from home. But Demko convinced his parents that he had to. These opportunities are rare for kids from California. He's the Canucks' 36th overall draft pick in 2014 and now part of a growing group of hockey players from the Golden State. I knew that John Ohm would be the only guy to look up, would be able to find the other two goalies from California for the life of me. Nobody would be able to come up with it. I don't think anybody other than Vancouver 
because it's the other Canucks goalie, Colin Dealey, is from California. And then John Blue, not even a household name, in his own house, John Blue, born in 1966 from Huntington Beach, California. He's the, he was the first goalie from California to play in the National Hockey League, and he was drafted by the Winnipeg Jets. Does anybody remember him in Winnipeg? In 1986, John Blue. How when you about first that? said it, I thought you said John Lou. And I'm like, wait a second. John Lou's a <laughs> household name? <laughs> yeah, well, no idea. And uh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, wrote in, and he says, if memory serves, isn't Spencer Knight from California? No, he's from Connecticut, the uh, Florida Panthers goalie. But you're thinking of Dustin Wolf, the other Team USA World Junior goaltender who's from Tustin, California, and will become the fourth goalie to ever play in the National Hockey League. The fourth. Um, I knew one, and I, I told her that I would tell this story on the air really quickly. You, as a longtime fan of God's team, Moose, the Regina Pats, would remember a guy by the name of Tommy Tartaglioni. He played on the Pats with your best buddy from Winyard, Brett Leffler, right? You remember Tommy? He's from L.A. And he said yeah, the okay. reason that he played, the reason he got playing hockey was because of Wayne Gretzky and the L.A. Kings. So anyways, Tommy was good. He's not that good. I think he's now coaching minor hockey in Southern California. But he was playing with the Regina Pats, and his mom came up for, to spend a weekend, parents' weekend. I think it was might have been when that started, like 20 years ago. And it was our sportsman's dinner, our sports banquet. And... Uh, Barry Melrose was the guest speaker, and it was minus 52 Celsius. And as I often say now to my American friends, it don't matter Fahrenheit or Celsius when it gets into minus 52. It's damn cold. You go outside, you'll die within 30 seconds. She thought she was going to die. And she's like, love you, Tommy, but I'm going home. I don't think she stayed to the end of the weekend. <laughs> to be honest with you. And I'll also <laughs> never forget Barry Melrose speaking on the mic. He's like, hey, you, do you guys not heard about global warming in Saskatchewan? Jeez. It was <laughs> so bad. Anyways, from WQEE Rock, Ryan O'Radio, he says uh, Atlanta would be the perfect place. And WQEE has the only real NHL show, the RP show. How about this guy? Ryan O'Radio, he knows how to promo stuff. Atlanta's only NHL show, the RP show. I like the. He knows how to butter you up. <laughs> no, I, no, I think he means what he's talking about, right? Ryan O'Radio, let's let's do it. Atlanta's only NHL show. Where do they get a team, man? We're going to be ah. again so far ahead of the curve, right? Get out of here That'd with be your Falcons. What do they ever won? <laughs> what a, get out of here with your Braves. What do they ever won? Oops. <laughs> Maybe I went a little too far on that. Um, again, oh, the poll question today for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center, speaking of baseball, uh, where do you think the Toronto Blue Jays will finish in the American League East this year? Last year, you people... Voted for third. That's what won the poll. Third. 
you people, and they ended up finishing second. So I have not looked, Moose, but what, uh, or uh, Clark, what's, the, what's leading now on YouTube? Where will the Blue Jays finish? 50, thank you, 55% saying second. It's 111 Eastern, by the way, Moose, so please visualize a positive outcome. Beautiful. But enjoy your journey on the way there. 42% on Twitter saying second place for the Toronto Blue Jays. Moose and I have both voted for first. Clark, what are you voting? He's saying second. Well, we're, we're voting for first. Moose and I are voting for first. But he's saying second place. He's more of a realist, and he's a baseball guy. Don't come here for your insider baseball information and analysis, by the way, folks. It would be like asking Adam Schefter his thoughts on cricket. It's not what we do. Doesn't mean we can't cheer for them. Right, Moose? Darcy Federko texting in on the 902 line. He's in Grand Prairie. And he says the Blue Jays will win 100 games and be the best team in baseball. If they add Trevor Bauer, this is the Trevor Bauer guy. (laughs) Hot take. From Dave in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Are you guys getting this? Are you writing this down? Viewers all the way from Grand Prairie, Alberta to Niagara Falls, Ontario. Dave says, hey, guys, my girlfriend says she loves your shirt today. Go Argos. I I can only assume she's talking about me. Of course. From Perry, he's watching in Prince Albert. He says, Raider powerhouse back in Terry Simpson's days. We got into some old PA Raider stories with Shane Knighty last hour. And Perry says, why? He uh, clearly Perry remembers me as my time of the vo- as the Prince Albert Raiders. He's written in and says, why are you spending so much time in South Florida? Well, Perry, it's a thing called Nanya. Nanya business. He's a little late to the party, Moose. Doesn't he see your shirt? Can we tell him? Can he see the Should tan? Should we tell him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Florida Panthers fan now. This... Is an official Alexander Barkov bobblehead. You can't buy these in stores. The uh, scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for the Blue Jays, Moose? I'm about a 7 right now. I'm about a 7. Especially, you know, we're getting a little more talk on this program about the Jays getting a little more excited for it. I'm about a 7. But when the calendar flips into April, we get set for opening day. I guess it's March 30th, I think, is opening day. Um, then I'll be excited. The, the days leading up to opening day, I'll, I'll get really, I'll, I'll be a 10. Weird. You and I are on the same page today, and it's scaring me. Because that's not the norm. I would say 7 out of 10 as well. And it will ratchet up, for sure. We'll be following how they do every day, but I'm not going to watch every game. Uh, I can't watch a full hockey game for 60 minutes. That's just my attention span thing. So don't expect me to watch every Blue Jays. Ted in Red Deer says, I'm not sure where the Blue Jays will finish, but it ain't first. Yankees all the way. 
I can really see why everybody hates the Yankees, which when you think about it, they probably sit back and laugh about it. I know. It's hard not to like Aaron Judge. Hard not to like Aaron Judge. Josh Donaldson, as every year goes on, I like him less. But we sure loved him when he was a Blue Jay. And that's something. Jeff in Winnipeg says, even though I'm a Red Sox fan, I do like the Atlanta Braves as my National League team. Uh, Yeah, people are starting to get fired up. Ranking sports popularity in Canada, just for those that know, and, and I love this. We're the official NHL show on WQEE. I love it, Moose. Can you make a promo out of that? <laughs> it's hockey, 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 hockey. Football? Baseball? Basketball? Lacrosse? Yeah. Again, hockey, hockey, hockey. Football, baseball basketball and so that's the thing that people don't understand people think ah we'll break and we'll continue this everybody we're having a good one today we're in one (laughs) 902-518-3033 the number to uh text us here in the studio youtube as well on the way alan may washington capitals analyst it's daytime sports talk on game plus tv youtube iheart radio and your southern home of sports and talk wqee the key to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed because it's a heave ho hi oh stealing wheat and barley such a young man's game hey there's an easier way to plunder playnow.com saskatchewan's only legal gambling site how do we score such a bounty with slot games table games and sports betting winning such a treasure there'd be no more swabbing the deck visit playnow.com to sign up today play with confidence plus profit stay in saskatchewan must be 19 plus to play use your game sense Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Yeah, how about that? You know when the Bet Regal robe comes out, we're going to be talking NHL top five, bottom five, and that's coming up. But first, a sports update, and then we'll bring the Moose back in. The Winnipeg Jets host the Minnesota Wild in one of only three games in the NHL tonight. The Jets had just two wins in the last ten games and are clinging to the final wild card spot in the West. The Wild fell 1-0 to the Calgary Flames in a shootout last night, but haven't lost in regulation since dropping a 3-2 decision to Colorado on February 15th. Elsewhere tonight, the Vancouver Canucks host the Anaheim Ducks and the Chicago Blackhawks visit Detroit. Toronto Raptors' five-game roadie continues tonight against the Clippers. They're 1-2 so far on the road following Monday's 118-113 loss in Denver. The Atlanta Hawks, by the way, are in Washington tonight. And the 20-team World Baseball Classic got underway after a six-year absence with the Netherlands defeating Cuba 4-2 in a Group A game this morning in Taiwan. The USA last won the event and uh, they won the last event in 2017. Canada plays its first game Sunday against Great Britain in Phoenix. This sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. John Wick starring Keanu Reeves, of course takes on his most lethal adversaries yet in the upcoming fourth installment of the series. With the price on his head ever increasing, John Wick takes his fight against the high table global 
as he seeks out the most powerful players in the underworld from New York to Paris to Osaka to Berlin. John Wick, Chapter 4 in Landmark Cinemas now. Darren Moose DuPont joins us here in Segment 2. On the way, Alan May, Washington Capitals TV analyst. It's time for the NHL Top 5, Bottom 5. Are you ready, Moose? Let's uh, go. I'm assuming that you are the number one team. This is easy. It's the Boston Bruins. Ten wins in a row. And a godlike 105 plus minus goal differential. That's double the next best team, Carolina, at plus 58. Number two is those Carolina Hurricanes. They just won't go away, the winners of three in a row. Number three, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They beat the New Jersey Devils in a clash of the Titans just last night. And really, the Leafs are just waiting for the playoffs and for factor to get healthy. Number four, the Los Angeles Kings. I don't want to talk about anybody else in the Western Conference. The Kings, don't look now. They've won four in a row, and they got something to prove, too. And the number five team in the National Hockey League is the New Jersey Devils. Still the surprise team of the season so far. That's the top five honorable mentions to, of course, the Vegas Golden Knights. But they lost and were terrible here last night. Seattle's won five in a row, but they didn't make the top five. Bottom five, number 28, the Montreal Canadiens. They've lost four in a row. Call Tom Cochran. They're sinking like a sunset. The 29th team, the Anaheim Ducks. They're going to be better next year. But for now, yeesh. 30th team in the National Hockey League. Third worst, the Chicago Blackhawks. Hard to figure out what they're doing at all. Second worst teams, the San Jose Sharks, officially the coldest team in the NHL right now. They've only won two of their last 10 games. And the worst team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. They've lost three in a row, including a, blowing a 4 nothing lead in Pittsburgh last night and losing in overtime. They're officially the worst team in the National Hockey League. There's your top five, bottom five for Bet Regal Moose. And uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I got your Leafs third, as I mentioned. I don't know. Kings is the only team from the West. There's a lot of good teams right now, though, down the home stretch in the National Hockey League. The Detroit Red Wings, honorable mention in your bottom five, they've lost six in a row and are sinking yeah. to, again, um, which is, I mean, what they want. I mean, get closer to the high draft pick. Um, but you nailed it with the honorable mentions. I was wondering if you would put Seattle as an honorable mention or if they would sneak in with the streak that they're on again. They're a team that can get really hot, and they have gotten hot again. So, no, I... Uh, I concur with the top five, bottom five. Alexander Vasiliev writes in, there's no way that can't be the Alexander Vasiliev. He just written in and said, hi, first time here. Long time listener, first time texter. Hi, Alexander. Welcome. I was thinking about this the other day. This is the show unlike any other. What a great time to tune in for the first time. Hey, the host is wearing a king's robe. <laughs> um, Jeff in Winnipeg says Rod needs a crown. I don't know where it is, bro. I don't know where the crown is. How long? It's shipped two months ago. I'm just happy the uh, my Tough Tribe for Men showed up. Yes. But I don't know where the crown is. Are you, you got the tracking number on that crown, Moose, or do I need to go to Burger King and get a paper one? Yeah, I don't have tracking number on you. Might have to go to Burger King or get out the construction paper and scissors. We used to do that at elementary school. <laughs> okay. Um, Alexander wants to know, and I appreciate what a nice young lad Alexander is. He says, what's wrong with Columbus? Will they become one of the best teams someday? 
well, we've only been waiting 22 years for that. And no, what's wrong with them? Listen, something's wrong with them, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets because they don't even care about the Blue Jackets in Columbus, let alone everywhere else. But I've watched them play live a few times this year. They should be better than they are. And I love Brad Larson. He's a former Swift Garden Bronco. He's the head coach. I don't know. I don't know what's going on because I'm not anywhere near Columbus and don't want to be. If it's a culture thing, I don't feel like it's a talent thing. Which, incidentally, who's their goalie going to be? You hockey people that are what? You got rid of Eunice Corpusalo. You got rid of James Quick. Or, sorry, Jonathan Quick. Not James Quick Parker, <laughs> the former BC Lions defensive lineman. <laughs> Jonathan Quick goes with age. Uh, Stacy in Access World Headquarters writes in and says, does Rod parade around the mean streets of Florida at night with that outfit? You know, I don't. And actually, I'm going to take it off because it is dang hot. Remember, well, actually, you wouldn't remember because you weren't in the IKS studio when I was there last week or two weeks ago. It was cold in there. It was minus 38 outside. That robe's warm. Yeah. Might have to throw it in the wash because I'm dripping sweat with it. But anyways, <laughs> no, I'm not like John Lynch who runs around outside without his jacket done up in the wintertime. No, I don't, I don't do that. But I will say this. Interesting learning a new place. A new culture, new people. Do you remember when I was telling you I went to a preseason NFL game here late August last year, Eagles and Dolphins? The Dolphins scored a team record for points. I think they hung it 48 on the Eagles that day. When I came home, it was after midnight, like 1 a.m., and there were people out walking in the streets. I'm never out after midnight, right? So I was like, what the hell is all these people doing? So hot in August, you can't walk during the day. Yeah. So they walk so you go out at night. at night. Yeah. Can you imagine? I get it. I can't. I can't. And so, uh, I mean, please tell us the tales of it's finally cool enough to get outside after dark. Um, I'll tell you back here in the sweatpants capital, the snowbanks are eight feet high. Literally eight feet high. Um, Jennifer, by the way, regarding our bottom five, <laughs> she says, bad for Bedard. That's actually not bad. Darren Dreger came up with that from TSN, right? Way to go, Dregs, the pride of Langeberg Sask. How could nobody come up with something better or come up with that first? It took Dregs. Yeah. I kind of like the crap the bed ard, but that didn't catch on. Um, <laughs> damn. Alexander, listen, I get it. Alexander, are you in Columbus, Ohio, where we air on Buckeye Cable all across the Buckeye State? He says, can money be the problem of Columbus? No, it can't. Go look at their payroll right now. They got enough money. Money's a problem in Arizona where they're paying over half their salary cap to players that aren't even there. Arizona deserves to be back. Listen, I... I I'm not the Dr. Phil of hockey. I don't know what's wrong with the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're a talented team that plays bad. I'm not getting annoyed with you, Alexander. We don't, we don't like to argue with our audience, but I don't know what's wrong with them. Everybody knows that they should be better. Nobody can figure it out. Um, Jake in Airdrie says the Vancouver Canucks should be on the bottom six. 
but not because of performance. They just keep doing this at the end of every season, winning streaks to get to the middle of the pack. Uh, Jake, we talked about that yesterday, by the way. For the benefit of those watching all across BC, Vancouver fans on TELUS Channel 924, Game Plus, is Rick Tockett going to be your guy? How do you feel about Rick Tockett moving forward? And don't say to me, well, he's our coach. He has to be. We just give him a multi-year contract. Clearly, they don't care about that in Vancouver. They're already still paying Travis Green, let alone Bruce Boudreau. We didn't money. Forget about it. Canucks ownership wipes their brow with money. How do we feel about Rick Tockett as the uh, head coach of the Vancouver Canucks moving forward? Like, Darren, where's a team? Put your thinking cap on for a second. I can think of one in the NFL where a coach went in and just magically changed the culture of what we all thought was a real bad culture. Doug Peterson, Jacksonville Jaguars comes to mind immediately. And how he didn't win coach of the year. Yeah. Went to day ball, right, with the Giants. Giants didn't host a playoff. Get the well, the did. Where is a team that a coach went in and turned him around, turned it around? It's it's pretty rare, man. It is. I would, I would say, you know, in the NHL, Rick Bonus has done that in uh, in Winnipeg, but now all of a sudden they're concerned as they sink out from being in first place in the Western Conference to now kind of hanging on to a playoff spot and might be one of the teams that if somebody was going to fall out, people are talking about Winnipeg. So opportunity there. I think Bonus has done that. Um, not quite what Doug Peterson did in, in Jacksonville. I mean, that team was bad. Yes. And they went for the decades. Like, yeah, yeah, for a while. So Rick Bonus kind of did that just on the one-year flip in Winnipeg. Bruce Cassidy, right? There's been a couple, but not to that extent. I agree. Uh, by the way, I'm going to put these questions to our next guest, Alan May, who will join us from Washington. And here are a couple, like Alexander, I love the kid from Columbus writing in, but it's, this, isn't, this isn't Blue Jackets television here. But he says, another question, what do you guys think about Bobrovsky in Florida this season? They paid him $10 million. Is he playing for that? Last night, I think it was 32 saves. He backstopped them to the win. So, yeah, we're Bob fans here. Two-time Vezina Award winner. And uh, Jake says, do you believe the NHL will or should look into the cap retention trades? That's that Arizona thing where over half of their salary caps going to players that aren't even there. I don't think they will. No, they didn't look into Tampa Bay circumventing the salary cap for the playoffs two years ago when they won the Stanley Cup. If GMs can find a way to circumvent the rules, that's everybody else's problem. No, it yeah. looks bad, but who can? I don't think they will. But we'll put that to Alan May. Moose, are you coming back for overtime? Yeah, I'll be back. Okay, Alan May, our good friend from NBC Sports Network, Washington, joins us next to answer mine and your questions. Stick around. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV. We are Atlanta's NHL show as well, y'all, on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. 
Welcome back, everybody. I like the sound of it. Atlanta's NHL show, the RP show on WQEE and Game Plus. We're talking NHL, and I will get to your questions of Alan May next. Let's bring him in now from NBC Sports, uh, Washington Capitals TV analyst. He of 393 NHL games, Edmonton product. Alan, always great to see your smiling face. And you heard what those questions were. I want to start with your Capitals, man. What's the outlook from your perspective in this stretch drive here? What's the expectation? Well, the expectation to me is that it's it's a really difficult road right now. With 17 games left, they've got 68 points. They have 11 games left against playoff teams. Uh, they've got some really important games, three against the New York Islanders. And again, there's six teams fighting for those two wildcard spots, and they play Buffalo and Florida as well. So there's five games against teams they're battling with in the wild card. I might have missed a Pittsburgh game in there. It could be number six. But when you look at that, uh, it's a really tough road. And they're at the bottom looking at the top. And the Islanders right now are at the top. And I think they have the second easiest path that, uh, on the island. They've got, they've, played, they've got the fewest games left. They've got 74 points. So they're in that first wild card spot. They've got seven playoff games left. And they've got three games against Washington, one against Buffalo for the teams that they're battling with to get one of the two wild cards. So Washington's in it real tough. The team has been decimated by injuries. So if they get in, and it's an absolute miracle on miracles because they've had so many injuries. Well, I know they're playing hard, but they kind of remind me of Nashville and St. Louis. They dealt away some pretty big pieces at the deadline. So I kind of thought that's waving the flag. The players are never going to do that. But was that not a signal that this just ain't going to be our year? Well, their do-or-die week, they went and lost six games. And Ovi wasn't here. His, his father mm. passed away. He went back to Russia. You haven't had John Carlson. The record's horrible without Carly in the lineup. And then they had to weigh, you know, what they could get. Orloff wanted the max contract. I'm not sure the exact dollars, but it was a lot. And it was way too much for a player of his age. He goes, they get a first-rounder for him, uh, a second-rounder, and a third-rounder for him and Hathaway. And, you know, it, they just had to, you know, like really be honest. A lot of teams aren't honest and they, they, they make these crazy trades. They sell the future and they're out in the first round. I don't think the Caps could afford to throw first and second rounders of their own and be depleted in the next few drafts. Uh, and all of a sudden, what if you get another key injury? And then all of a sudden you just, you know, not that you're tanking, but you're losing every game along the way. And, you know, they work hard, they try hard, but right now in their lineup, their number one defenseman is Rasmus Sandin because of the amount of injuries. He was number five in Toronto. He was number five because he's younger, but a really good hockey player. He's got five points in two games. Granted, one of those games was against a three-assist game against San Jose, and then the other night against the toughest team to play in the Western Conference, in my opinion, the LA Kings. Uh, the Caps didn't fare so well. He still picked up a goal and assist in that one, but... You know, you're looking at the other night we had four players, uh, I think four, four defensemen, 23 and under in the lineup, not a lot of experience. And I think it makes it awfully tough to win. I don't know where they're going to be at tomorrow night when they face the New Jersey Devils here at home. Well, it looks to me like uh, Jeff Pearson will be buying me a tower pizza because our bet was my Panthers or his and your Capitals into the playoffs. And uh, I like the way the Panthers looked last night against Vegas big time. They won here 2-1. Uh, you saw, you heard some of the questions uh, from the viewers. One is that Arizona cap situation. Over half of their salary caps going to players that aren't there. How do you feel about that? And will, should the league step in on that? I don't like the fact that they've done it for so long. I could get if they did it one or you know, two years, but I feel like it's been going on yeah. since the salary cap started. So to me, it's kind of an abuse the way they've been doing it. And I don't know what the right rules are, but you're trying to, you're trying to buy time to get that franchise 
into a brand new arena in a better location than where they were. And I look at every team in the National Hockey League uh, over the last 30 years or so that moved away from their fan base. They hurt their attendance so bad. Ottawa's in the middle of nowhere. They're trying to get a new arena. They got a pretty new arena, but they're in the middle of nowhere. They moved away from downtown, which they had to. I played in that horrible old arena, or maybe it was a good arena for junior hockey, but not for the National Hockey League. I look at the Florida Panthers. They got a beautiful arena in Sunrise, which is kind of a Fort Lauderdale suburb, but they were downtown Miami. It was sold out every game back in the day, uh, but they didn't have all the amenities. And I just, every time a team moves away from their fan base, Tampa had done it at times. Now they're smack dab in the middle of the city. It's easier for everyone to get to. It's a beautiful location. There's lots to do around there, but you've, you've got to build your arena where your fans can get to it. And I think everyone's waiting on Arizona for that to happen. And, and if it doesn't happen, if they get voted down in the next few months, I see them going right to Houston because they're in the division that they could play uh, against all those teams that they'd have a head-to-head -head rivalry and a more significant rivalry with the Dallas Stars. Uh, interestingly enough, 15,100, the attendance for Vegas at the Panthers last night. The Panthers are uh, 24th in the NHL in attendance this year. They're averaging 16,000. Here's the rub on everything that you just said. They're winning here. And I know those fans in Arizona. They're like, the team's been junk since 2012. Yep. Don't tell us the ring's in the wrong place. Like, try winning. That might help, Alan. Well, it, it, sir, it always does help. And the Panthers have had a – last year their team was incredible during the regular season. A while back when they signed like 13 free agents and got back into the playoffs, they, they had a good one-year run there. And I look at them right now. If they can get in the playoffs, I think they can do some damage. Of their 17 games left, they've only got – uh, seven against playoff teams. They've got one versus Washington, one, one versus Buffalo, two teams that are also fighting to get in the wild card spot. So their path is there. I don't know what their home away is. Uh, normally I keep track of that, but I could find it soon enough. And, and you look at them, the Florida Panthers, they haven't always played the most exciting brand of hockey either. They've had a lot of different coaches. I kind of liked the run and gun stuff last year. I didn't like all the whole, the, the way they changed their team so drastically. Uh, I, I thought it was a huge mistake, and it's proven to be a mistake by changing that many players out and the style of your team. I think they just needed a few hedges, and, and maybe it was coaching. I don't know. Maybe they should have kept the coach they had, and he, you know, he gets a little playoff leather. But uh, the Panthers are in it right till the end. Pittsburgh's only got nine games left against playoff teams, but they've got three more points. Uh, they've got one game versus Washington, not against any of the other guys. So. You know, Pittsburgh and New York Islanders have the, and the Panthers have the schedule in their favor over all the teams battling for the wild card spot. I feel like we're sitting over a plate of veal cutlets talking. Just you and me at <laughs> Fired Up Grill and Esteban. Uh, the, uh, the Panthers, by the way, 18 and 10 at home, 14 and 17 on the road. And I just, with Pomo, uh, like around Christmas, he's like, we need to play a defensive style. We need to do that. I'm like, no, 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 not with these guys. You got flash and dashy guys. Yeah, they're doing it and they're winning and they've bought in. So anyways, it's not the Florida Panthers show either. I apologize for that, even though they are now officially my team, Al. <laughs> Whose trades did you like the most at the deadline? Who, who did you like? Well, with, I thought Toronto made most? way too many trades. And I've been on teams, two teams that brought in too many guys at the deadline. And it didn't work. You end up with disgruntled players, players wondering whether they're going to be in the lineup. Instead of worrying about if they're going to play, they're going to worry about whether they're getting a jersey and not actually visualizing success on the ice. I think too many players, I look at an old defense, 
They got rid of their one of their two young players that they had back there. So I'm not a fan of everything they did. I like what the Rangers did. I think it'll start cooking as they get down the stretch here. But I really like the simple moves in Carolina, which a lot of people don't, and the simple move in uh, Edmonton. And Matthias Ekholm completely changes the look of their team. You look out there, their defensemen are kind of small or kind of very average in height and weight. Ekholm's a beast. He's six foot four, six foot five. Can play left or right defense. He can fill in on the power play, but they're not going to do that. He's a he's a killer on the penalty kill. Great five on five. You play him against the top checking lines against the other team, and he's durable. So I really like that trade there. They needed to add real defensemen. So you add some size. I believe you have to have size on your defense in the playoffs to go a long way. And you know, until a team wins with five or six little guys, you know, you're not going to be able to prove me wrong. Not everyone has a Kale McCarr. Uh, he's obviously, you know, really to me, he is the significant factor in Colorado. Uh, if he's out of lineup, they're nowhere close to the same team. They still have all those dynamite forwards, but no one can really wheel the puck up uh, the ice like him. Well, very few. There's two guys in the league, three guys maybe that can get the puck up the ice, and Kale's the best. But I, I look at Carolina. They needed the power play guy. Shane Goss to spare, underappreciated, I think, over the course of his career. He, they talk about him being... Just a power play guy. He looks good five on five. Pair him with the right guy. Don't you know they have a great system in Carolina, and I think he's going to make a, a a lot of a, a huge difference on the power play. Brett Burns is already there, but you lean on him too much, he gets fatigued. And the cannon of a shot for four on threes, five on threes. You've got to get Goss to spare out there every time. He doesn't look like the biggest guy in the world, but he's got a rifle. So I, I really like just you know they didn't go and change their entire team. They've got a good thing going. Uh, why ruin it? And uh, you just bringing a couple little pieces to the puzzle, and that's how you win games. They're really rolling. That is a wonderful analysis. You should be in TV, Al. Hey, I apologize that I uh, missed you at the All-Star week. I really do. Um, I was squiring Rich Sutter around, as you know. But, hey, I, I hope you had a good time. Seemed like you did. Well, yeah, we always do. And, you know, it's one of those events where I get uh, paid to eat and socialize. So it was always a good event. We had a lot of corporate partners. And I want to go back to one of your questions I heard. And people are asking about why the Columbus Blue Jackets aren't any good. Can anyone in the yeah. National Hockey League outside of Columbus tell me more than five players on that team? You take away Gaudreau and, and Line A, and most people can't bring it up. Zach Rowenski's been out all year. Uh, I, I just think... It, there, they have to build up that lineup. There's so many players that you can't name. They got rid of Gavrikov. He was a name on all the people in the Eastern Conference see the Blue Jacks. They know how good Gavrikov was as a defensive defenseman, but they just don't have the studs. Boone Jenner is a second line def uh, forward. He's a top Selinger. guy right now. Yeah, but you know him because you've got relationship with the family, but you take most people yeah, and you do course. this for a living. Yeah. Most people couldn't tell you who's on the, who's on the ice in, in Columbus. So they need a lot of roster additions. Uh, they, they need some, a youthful injection, but they need some really good experienced players. And they've got, you know, Johnny Gaudreau is not enough. There's no one player in the National Hockey League that can carry a team all by himself and get them in the playoffs. So I feel for the people in Columbus because they're a tough watch right now. Yeah, uh, and Cole's only 19. So nobody yep. should know who he is, really. All right, Al. Thanks for this, man. Enjoy the hockey. I always appreciate your time. Take care. See you soon. Washington Capitals TV analyst Alan May. We'll be right back with overtime after this. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key.
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-ho, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense you got something to say you want to add to the show what are you waiting for don't just sit there say something now back to the studio with rod yeah welcome back it's the overtime it's brought to you by the four season sports palace uh your home for the ufc and the national hockey league you said the moose is with us um, thanks, Clark. Let's bring him in. I feel like howdy doody with a cowboy hat string. Is this too tight <laughs> on the moose? Do I look like, <laughs> you know, one of those. What do they call them? The cowboy ties, you know, with the little uh, emblem at the neck and the strings hanging down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, we're good. Now he's caught up in my watch. There. You know, in the bunker, remember I was strangling myself on a daily basis? I just fight <laughs> yes. with headphone cords. It's a thing in my life. Um, nice to see Alan May again. Very nice. Yeah, and, and good things there. And, you know, just a good good person. Love chatting hockey with Alan. And, uh, you know, he was really big. I'll tell you a little story. When I was in uh, Prince Edward Island, um, Team Saskatchewan, was playing for the gold medal. And it was the first time since 1995 they'd been back in the game. And one of the players when they won gold in 95 was Patrick Marlowe. And I don't have Marlowe's number, but I'm, I'm sitting there racking my brain. How could I get Patrick Marlowe to send a message in to the young boys in Saskatchewan to wish them good luck? And it was the same night he was getting his jersey retired in San Jose. So I texted Alan and within two minutes, Alan's like, here's his number. You let me know if he doesn't deliver for you, and I'll get Brett Burns to deliver for you, right? Sure enough, that night, within an hour, Patrick Marlowe had sent in a video, and uh, Bob's your uncle. So that's the kind of guy Alan May is. Bob's your uncle. How about that? Yes. Oh, uh, so a couple comments from Ryan in New York. He says, bolo ties? Yes, that's what they are. I couldn't hear you, sorry, because I had pulled my earphone out. That's what you were asking what those were called? Yeah. Yeah, bolo ties. Uh, and Ryan also says, by the way, Alan May gets paid to eat and socialize. Man, I want his job. How about of course, that? We all, we all do. The trouble is you have to have played in the National Hockey League to get That's one right. of those jobs. As I've found, as has been my experience. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, got to go, everybody. You all have a great day. Go, Pats, go. Um, and it's a good reminder to mention what's going on. In the dub, sports on tap, medicine hat, medicine hat at Brandon, Edmonton, Oil Kings at the Regina Pats, dub, Lethbridge at Red Deer. Apparently the Rebels can win their first, uh, clinch their first division title. And what did Jason from Red Deer say? 15 years? Is that what it was? Good for them. Woo. Atta boy, Satsi. 
Uh, Kamloops at Everett tonight. Prince George at Kelowna. Um, I am excited. This is like people are making a lot of comments about my wardrobe this week. And yeah, a lot of comments coming in. And it's because it's my last week in Florida for quite some time. So I'm trying to get the, the wardrobe out. I'm very excited to immerse myself in the hockey culture that is springtime in Canada. I don't care. I get, I get when people say fall's the best. And that's cool for everybody. Baseball playoffs, NFL kickoff, you name it. But for me, it's one thing. Melting, playoff hockey, the hockey's the best. Um, Sean watching in Vancouver says it's a bolo tie moose. Thank you, Sean in Vancouver. Perry S hockey is watching in uh, Lethbridge. We're very big in Lethbridge. Just so you know, he's watching on game plus television live and Perry Shockey, the hockey people know him as a coach. And for those that aren't hockey people, now you do know. He says, Rod, the year that Brandon got Brian McCabe, with whom I believe scored the winning goal in OT in Game 7, behind the scenes, McCabe to PA for Chris Phillips, one for one, Prince Albert turned it down. 96-97, Chris Phillips comes to Lethbridge for a run to the Memorial Cup Final. Yay me, Shocks coached him in Lethbridge. Oh, I remember Shocks. Very well. I believe we were in on that. We were a Pats team that had five first-round picks in the lineup. Derek Morris, Brad Stewart, Josh Holden, Dan Folkt, and I can't remember the fifth, but uh, <laughs> good old. Hey, what's going on with the Blades, by the way? You got anything to say about them, your favorite team? You going to go watch them soon? Yeah, they're, they're rolling very much so. They're rolling, and... Uh... Um, I'm excited to see what they have going you know, when they get into the playoffs. And, and uh, I, I undoubtedly think it's going to end up being a matchup between them and Winnipeg, which is going to be a really good one, a big battle. So uh, I'm excited for the Blades, who continue to roll. Well, I'll tell you what, if Shocks is watching in Lethbridge, I don't know if the Hitmen are going to get into the playoffs. They're right on the cutoff line. But at the very least, Shocks, you come through Calgary, pick me up, and we'll go to Red Deer together. And we'll watch the Red Deer Rebels Ooh. in the playoffs. And let's hope that they have a long run. I went up to Red Deer a couple of years ago, and they lost out to Edmonton in round one as the Old Kings went on to win the league. I get it. But maybe this is Red Deer's year. Most great job today. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. Have a great afternoon. Thanks to Shane Knighty and Alan May and the rest of you people. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, on Game Plus here in the Keep. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.